Hello, everybody. I'm so excited y'all are here. You're listening to our latest episode here, the Great White Buffalo Podcast. We got to do a, a quick, quick sponsor shout out. We're so excited for our sponsors. They help us, you know, get the merchandise, get you know the equipment. They help us, you know, do all the things that we need producing the show. So we just want to thank them. Uh, one of our biggest supporters has got to be the Walmart. They are so supportive of us. They they always have low prices. It's a fantastic. It's clean. It's safe. It's got the delicious, you know, fresh meats. It's got all the stuff. You know, when I bought a new home, I had to get, you know, cleaning supplies, had to get laundry detergent, had to get, you know, things for the food for the refrigerator, had to get bed linens, had to get all these things, had to get pillows, had to get all this stuff. And Walmart was so, had everything. You could possibly imagine the best prices and also use the Walmart app. So if you have an iPhone or Android device, you've got to download the Walmart app. So user-friendly, so nice. It's got also, on most things, it's got two-day delivery as well. So check out Walmart. They are a great supporter of the podcast. The next little shout-out we want to give is to all the individuals who helped us on the GoFundMe and the Venmo, which are still up and active. You can find those on Instagram. It is producer Matt here and I are just talking about it's so encouraging to have individuals, you know, as well as companies and, and other places to support us and say, Hey, like I know you got a vision, you have a an art, you have a craft, and we want to support you, we wanna see you succeed and, and have as many episodes as you can. And so this is producer man, this is so cool that we can able to do that and our sponsors from the GoFundMe Venmo, you know who you are, you're incredible human beings. We appreciate it, and anybody who gives in the future, we're, we're so, so appreciative. And our last little thing we want to talk about is our sponsor. It's not really a sponsor, but it's this kind of an idea. We want to give a shout-out to all the the Ben's Buffaloes out there. Is We're going to get some merchandise for the GWB, some Great White Buffalo merchandise. We're talking stickers. We're talking T-shirts. We're talking hats, potentially. We just want to get some stuff out there and just have high-quality stuff that it's just awesome. So be on the lookout and follow us on Instagram. Instagram is our main news. We get things out there. We'll let you know when the latest episodes are. You can DM us if you have questions of how to be a sponsor or, or how to get on the show, things like that. So follow us on the Instagram. It's the Great White Buffalo Podcast on Instagram. And we're going to lead us to our today's guest. We got Jake, Scott, and Ethan today, the four horsemen over here. We are talking about some really cool stuff today we're talking about avengers endgame there's a good bit of it we talk about some marvel movies we talk about some ethan's alternative facts and it's it's just hilarious and so this is a really good episode so strap in as we get started here on the great white buffalo podcast wandering through the great plains of life things move fast sometimes a blur don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare. The Great White Buffalo. The Great White Buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. I'm your host, Ben. We got producer Matt over here. Producer Matt's killing it. Appreciate it, man. Uh, today I have some special, wonderful, incredible human beings loosening your terms on the incredible and wonderful 
because they are more than that. They are spectacular, instrumental. I love them. And today we got Mr. Jake Riggs. What's up, Jake? How's it going, buddy? Dude, so excited. We got Ethan Chance. He's getting a FaceTime. Yeah, what's up? Oh, my gosh. And then we have Mr. Scott Sinkowitz. What's up, Scott? Hey, what's going on? Dude, so thank you for being the first ever episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is episode one? This is episode one. Episode one. This is episode zero. When when this blows up, we're the reason why. We started it. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Everybody's gonna go. I subscribe because of Ethan Chance. Yeah, well, basically. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not necessarily. Is it too early to talk about spinoffs for Ethan? <laughs> <laughs> what would Ethan's podcast be? Take a chance on me? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be like facts that no one knows. That Something like that. Incorrect facts. Incorrect that facts. That no, no one knows. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it would be. In case you don't know, Ethan loves to make facts that no one's ever heard of or are just incorrect. Yeah, they're just straight incorrect. There's no logic to him. He'll just go, yep, that sounds did, right yeah, in my head. Did, did you know that the Postmaster General is ninth in line for the White House? Or <laughs> something. Or something yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turns out he's not even in the top 100. No, not, not even close. close. Not, not even close. close. It's like president. Vice President, <laughs> Postmaster General. I was like, yeah. I don't that, think that's that, the way that, it works. Yeah. Almost it says general yeah. on it. Doesn't mean he's like a military general. He's still on the list though. I'm pretty sure that yeah, the, but he's not number nine. I'm pretty sure that the kid that works at the subway in the bottom of the <laughs> yeah. Capitol is higher on the list than the Postmaster General. I believe that. I believe that the guy who makes Trump his sandwiches yeah. is yeah. closer in line to the yeah. White House than the Postmaster General. And and no disrespect to the Postmaster General. Great work. Yeah, no, 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 we I mean, if somebody were like, He's hey, would you like to be the Postmaster General? I would I would hands down say, absolutely, I'd like to be the Postmaster General. Is that do how you, they do it? Do, do you I, think I they just say... Are they appointed? Do you want to do... No, you declare yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you declare yourself. I am now I am now General. Postmaster General. Do yeah. you think the Postmaster General has more rank than Captain Crunch? No. Okay, first of all, <laughs> absolutely first not. Of all, I don't think I don't think Captain Crunch is even a captain. He's fifteenth in line to be the president. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> captain Crunch. That's if you look at the markings on him, uh, on his uh, uniform, he's not even really a captain. He's something else. Did he buy his uniform from Ethan Chance? I think he got it from the same. guy. This, this is a captain uniform. He got it from the you. same place that the guys who like do like the, uh, uh, what's the false valor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, he gets it from like an army surplus store. And that's because he's wearing a commander uniform. So yeah, he's like he's Commander Crunch, I think. I think that's commander exactly Crunch. Commander I don't Crunch. think he's Captain Crunch at all. What a false advertising. I know. Did y'all like the yellow part of Captain Crunch or y'all more of a berry? I, I, when they did Oops All Berries, I was very happy about it. I was a, uh, yeah, I was a, I was an original Captain Crunch mm. guy. I never got into the berries. What about the, the, peanut, what about the peanut butter ones? I'm, I'm still an original, like, original guy. Yeah, original. Just original I always felt like the yellow ones made me appreciate the berries more. That's like, that's like in that's like if you when people do like now they just eat uh, Lucky Charms marshmallows. That's yeah. like, well, if you that takes away this the being the being special. It's not special anymore because mm-hmm. all you have is the marshmallows. To, to be honest, I didn't really see a difference between the yellow ones and the berries. I didn't really see a difference. This is maybe where you got this. The postmaster general is now appointed by nine governors appointed by the president with the advice and consent of the Senate. Maybe that's where you got the number nine from. Maybe you read this exact thing. He's also getting paid a lot of money to handle mail. Is that true? He doesn't handle general's salary. (laughs) He handles every single letter. $276,000. The Postmaster wow. General makes over a quarter of a million dollars. That's crazy. To, put yeah. to, run, the, to run the post office. Yeah. Did you know that, here's a little interesting fact for you that's true. 
is the post office, the United States Postal Service, is the only federal institute that is privately run. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's privately run, and it's also a failing company. It yeah, doesn't it, make right. money. Yeah, no, it doesn't. And so that's why they can't let here. it fail. So it's, even though it's privately run... It's propped up. It's propped up by the government, and so it's like government-run, private... And it's like but, a... The Navajo Indian Drive, but it's not it, like the post. The post office is owned by the post office. There's not like another company that owns it. No, 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 no it's, it's, it's owned it's by un, the government. It's owned by the government, government, but it's run by yeah. a private party. Yes. Like, who's the private? Who's the private party? The post office. It's just the post office. Yeah. Okay. It's the only. I did federal, not know. I did not know. It's that. the only federal agency that does that. Because think about like imagine if the FBI, you know, like didn't make money or lost more money. You know, there's like a service to it. I guess that's why. I don't know. It's because it's, it's, it's deemed necessary for the country because they have to, you have to get mail. Right. Well, it's not like, it's not like UPS or Amazon is going to, or FedEx is going to take over right. sending mail. To and people. I mean, if you think about it, like, like people's insurance cards if, if all of a sudden, like the FBI went defunct and they just like stopped, you'd still have local law enforcement to fill that gap for a while, you know? Right. Um, but I mean, if the post office goes, if they all go on strike, man, nobody's getting le- junk mail. Right. I mean, what am I going to, where am I going to get my bed, bath and beyond? <laughs> we've, we've taken to leaving our junk mail in the <laughs> mailbox until trash day. And then I just throw it away immediately. I don't even bring it inside anymore. Yeah. It's such a waste. It's like, yeah. I'm going to mail you something from across the country so that you can throw it in your garbage. Right. Thanks for giving me something, something to do. Like you're giving me a chore to throw trash away. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Same thing goes oh. with phone books. Why are phone books still a thing? What's a phone book? Right. <laughs> you mean the books? internet? <laughs> Is that what you just asked? Yeah. yeah what, Google? Google? Yeah. What's What's the point of a phone book anymore? I don't know. I've ever looked... I've looked at a phone book, but it's been... I did too when I was like years. in second grade. Yeah. I, I don't know that I ever looked up a number in the phone book. We, we used to use the phone book as like a weight on top of the trash can so the dog wouldn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> Or is it the most use of phone book has gotten in a century. Yeah. <laughs> that, we may have, being from Delonga, we may have used it to find Pizza Hut's phone number to call Pizza Hut <laughs> back in the day. That's about it. I, I think I used phone books to look up numbers of people that I already knew. I just wanted to see if they were in a phone book. Like, I would look they made up, it in life? Oh, hey, look. Their name's in the phone book. There's, oh, there's my uncle right in the phone book. That's do you, crazy. Do you know when phone books became obsolete? The invention of the cell phone. The invention of the cell phone, which was, which was in uh, nineteen eighty nine. When Zach Morris had one, was that when the cell phone was? Invented? Zach Morris. Motorola. I know Motorola was the first one. First one ever. Yeah. Was the, the it was. Like I had a, a, my first cell a phone. Movie? Was a, what? Wasn't there a movie wow. where someone like left a cell phone and it was like, Tony Motorola, what are you doing? And he like has a cell phone. And was like nothing, mom. And I was like, oh, I don't remember that at all. The first oh time I remember gosh. seeing a cell phone was the big one that Zach Morris had in Saved yeah. by the Bell. The big gray one with the antenna. And somehow, a, somehow the kid could walk around and get signal everywhere in, in school. I, my aunt was a, uh, she was like a pharmaceutical sales rep, and she had a car phone. Yeah, in the bag? Big, was it in no, the, it was like attached. Built, built it was like, it was like a built-in thing. Dang. And you like call it, and it was like $50 a minute or something ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> anytime, anytime that they can start quantifying something, and by they, I mean any sort of industry... They did it with data. They did it with text messages and minutes. Anytime they can quantify something, they'll they'll start adding a cost to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But now, I mean, they're giving away giving away text messages for free just for signing up for a cell phone. I do think of Agent Ninety Nine from the TV show Get Smart 
had a cell phone in his shoe. Oh, yeah, you would pull his shoe off. Yeah, yeah. Did he have an antenna? Yeah, like an antenna. Oh, it was 89.9. And then, like, you think about, not to sound too nerdy, Star Trek also had the mobile communicators. Right. Yeah. Like, before, you know, that was even, like, a thing to, like, conceptualize. Because the first, the first, yeah, <laughs> Ethan, Ethan's, Ethan's behind on this conversation I'm, because I'm he's about a, 15 he, years younger. He's a decade younger than 15. 15 don't, don't, don't exaggeration. Don't insult us. I mean, Scott, maybe. Actually, but like, I was, if he would have said 20, I wouldn't have balked at it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not 40 yet. No, uh, how yeah. old are you, Ethan? Uh, yeah. I'm 19. It'll be 20 in October. 20 in October. Yeah. And then you're how <laughs> old enough. <laughs> <laughs> Scott is legit almost 15 years older than Ethan. Yeah. I'm a I'm like a little over 10. Like, yeah. I'm less than 10. Yeah, you're less than good for you. Good for you, man. Yeah, Stay young. Stay close. young. Close. Close. No, not quite. So anytime we talk about things. Like in the eighties, eighties But I mean, Gift Smart's pretty deep dive. I mean, that was what. Yeah, that's the sixties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I remember watching that show on the old like TV land and all that stuff. What was your first cell phone? My first, I remember in eighth grade, I was doing a lot of like sports and four H type stuff, and so I I had to be picked up at different awkward times, and so my parents finally broke down and got me a, like a red flip phone. And I thought since it was red, I was the coolest person in the world. It was like the T nine text where you had like the nine buttons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had like press oh it twice to get like a certain letter. Cool you thing. Got, you had good camera. I can take pictures. Camera phone yeah. too. I was like, mine oh was God. a mine was a Nokia, not a flip phone. The little Nokia bricks. The fifty one hundred or whatever yeah, it was called. You could change yeah. out the faceplate, and so I I got the faceplate. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Georgia Bulldog faceplate, and it had it had like snake on it was the mm-hmm. only game yeah and I, I remember when i figured out how to text message and i i like i sent everybody they had numbers for it was like thanksgiving i sent everybody i knew a happy thanksgiving text and the cell phone bill was 350 dollars oh my god <laughs> and my parents were like okay no more cell phone <laughs> dude i sent them like i got um my dad's like you have 200 text messages like per month i was like oh my god so much so i text like my 12 best friends that I had, I texted them. I was like, I was only 12. And then all 12 responded. And I was like, did does you, that count? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. And, and it did. did. Do you get, do you get was, charged was, for responses to that's Yeah. Right. So I was like, oh, crap, that's 24. Oh, and I was like, oh, hey, guys. Like, I had to respond to each one like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, there's no group, There was no group text. So like then I went up to like 36. Individual. And then they were like, all right, I'll see you later. Went up to 48. And I was like, dad, within like... <laughs> 30 seconds I'm already up to like 75 text messages this is dangerous this is not gonna work and he was like uh okay I guess I'll go unlimited I was like oh thank god my first phone was the family's bag phone it was like came in a bag god you're old because (laughs) I thought he was gonna say fire was his first phone (laughs) (laughs) smoke signals smoke signals was his first phone fire wasn't invented when I grew up No, well, so it stayed in the car, oh. and it was just for emergencies because it was like super. I mean, it was literally like two or three dollars per minute. Gosh. Um, so it was only for emergencies. Like if I broke down, I was to like call my mom, and be like, "Hey, I'm stranded somewhere." The one time that I needed it, it did not work. <laughs> like I ran out of gas somewhere, and and I was coming back from I was coming back from school, 
and like randomly ran out of gas because I was an irresponsible teenager. And I was like stranded and I was like, oh, the bag phone is going to be my saving grace. And I whipped that thing out and it's like, wait, wait, no service. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. And so I had to like, I was, was like standing out there and I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like standing outside my car and these like, these girls that I did not know. Well, I knew who they were because I went to school with them, but I didn't really know them. Um, they like pulled up and they're like, hey, do you need a ride? I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I need a ride. And they were like, <laughs> they were like the, the girls that were like, uh, they were always smoking and stuff in the bathrooms, and so I'm like in the back of this. Hello, like, my name is Mods. <laughs> this is my friend Scott. Okay, so this was like in the, in the '90s, late '90s. They weren't like in the '50s. Weren't <laughs> <laughs> March. Just real quick, I just thought of you ever seen the episode like Full House was like Stephanie Tanner and she's that bad girlfriend in the Gia. bathroom. Gia. Gia. That's yeah. what I just imagined. Gia was in the bathroom. Basically, yeah. That's Gia. <laughs> Gia picked me up in her like her you know eighty nine Civic, and I'm sitting in the back like next to these other girls, and they're all smoking cigarettes, and I'm like, my mom's gonna kill me. She's like, luckily I have a story. Like if I came back with my car. She would have been like, what have you been doing? Because I smelled like cigarettes. Yeah. And I had to throw my clothes away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, like, I got home and I was like, hey, I ran out of gas. My dad ended up, you know, we ended up getting the, the car or whatever. But, yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. stupid. I've only, I've only run out of gas one time. And it was, luckily, in the time of cell phones. And I was right down the road from the gas station. So it was nothing really significant. But I don't think I've ever gotten to the point of not, not keeping my tank at least half full after mm-hmm. that. I don't, I don't let my tank like get two notches below empty yeah. or like uh, below quarter of a tank. I'm yeah. like, I got yeah, it. That's, yeah. that's smart. I say I don't. I wait till it gets empty and I'm like, ugh, I <laughs> desperately have to go get it. And you fill it all the way up. Yeah. I play the game. I play, I play the I'm out of gas game. Like where it's like on red and it's like been dinging, <laughs> like, dinging at you for 10 miles. I'm like, let's, see how I, far, let's see how far I can go. I'm going down a hill. If I put it in neutral, I'm not going to use any gas and I'll do that and like see like how far I can go. Mental math yeah. add up. I mean, yeah, and I, haven't, I mean, I've only ran out of gas one time. Uh, time out. The Braves are now down three to nothing in the first. The Braves are down three to nothing? Three run home run. Yeah, way, to, way to date this episode. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Braves, three up in the World Series. <laughs> uh, three games up against the Red Sox. Let us know how y'all think it's going to win. Yeah, yeah. That's that's eight years in the future, folks. Right, that's right. what I stood there. For. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do think I was thinking about I won't run out of gas once, and I was at the the place I was in Texas, and I just got the Jeep, and I didn't know it well enough. Right by Kia, I knew when it was thirsty when I had to fill her up. The, the Jeep was like, oh, it hit empty. And I was like, all right, you know, I, I got a little about, <laughs> with, the, with the Jeep, you fill it up and leave the parking lot and the, the thing goes, yeah. beep, you need gas. Dang it. So it hit empty atop this hill and we drove down to like where like our teaching place was. And so I was driving, it hit empty. I was like, oh, there's no deal. I'm going downhill, kind of the mental math. Yeah. And it stopped. And I was like, why did it stop? Mm-hmm. And the girl next to me was like, because you don't have gas. And it was the first time I felt so embarrassed. So I had like had her. Were you on a date? <laughs> no, no, no. It was just like my code instructor. Right, we were teaching. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I had to like push the car while she like story put got it on the curve. 50% more less interesting. It would have been, been a better story. It would have been a better yeah. story if you made her push the car. <laughs> well, maybe I did, but I just didn't want to sound like a jerk. Yeah. So I was like, hey, will you push it? So, I got you. The most irresponsible thing I've ever done in a in a car was not tell my parents when I was in high school that my brakes were grinding. 
and like I just did like the just let it keep happening. And yeah, because just, my experience with the cars is if you let something go long enough, it'll, it'll go, fix itself. Yeah, it'll fix itself. <laughs> that wasn't the case with this though. I, I ended up being like all way far away and my brakes went out and I had to yeah. I had to <laughs> like like fortunately it was real late at night so there wasn't a lot of people on the road and I was able just to kind of coast around until I found a place where I could stop. But yeah, that was the most irresponsible thing I've ever yeah. I've ever done. Dang. That happened in the truck I had to get those replaced. He's like, if you waited like a week longer, uh, your brakes would have went completely through the brake pads and then the rear axle, and we'd have to like get a new yeah. entire rear axle. I'm like, so four hundred dollars new brake pads. A, yeah, for anybody out there listening, if your brakes are grinding, just get that taken care of. <laughs> Don't wait. Yeah, should, there's, a, there's a gray area. Let's you, should, you, should, you shouldn't have to say it, but I'm saying there's, it. There's a gray area. Yeah, the, the check engine light came on in my truck, and I went to uh, AutoZone to go get it looked at. And they were like, yeah, your uh, catalytic converter's out. I was like, great. How much is that going to be? They said, well, the part's about $150. And then if you take it somewhere to get fixed, it's probably going to be another $300. Yeah. So I went and got a new car. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Instead of spending, <laughs> instead of spending the three or four hundred dollars <laughs> to get your car fixed. Well, well, okay. So to be honest, dude, like, you bought the, literally cars are not disposable. Okay, okay right. You can't just like I'm done with this. I'm throwing it away. It's, it's so, not so, a hand and white. No. Like, oh, so so here here's also more to it. The truck is also 15 years old. It has almost 200,000 miles on it, okay. and traveling that four hour stretch to Valdosta. It's just not practical on that truck that gets, you know, eight city, like 12 highway. A little backstory. Ethan goes to Valdosta State University. That's why he goes there. Go Blazers. Go Blazers. Not uh, to date D2 this. D2 National Champions. Yeah, not to date this at all. Is Valdosta... No, he's going to be in college for a long time. Yeah. There's, no, there's no dating this. <laughs> Valdosta next 15, baby. Come on. <laughs> well, but if you had replaced the catalytic converter, was anything else wrong with the truck that would keep it running? Uh, there was a lot of electrical problems. Uh, the AC was out in the, in the truck again. That is that true. Just, that just that had, is true. I just had fixed. It was like a sandstorm. Yeah, I just had fixed. Just like the other summer, went out again. Yeah. So. So, but crazy. basically, you're saying it was time. It, it was. It was time, it was and time. now it's just sitting in the yard as a dead. I did. What? Yeah, it is sitting in the yard. I saw it when I came by. Yeah, after, yeah. Okay. Actually, drove by your house the other day. R.I.P. All right, gentlemen. Let me ask you this. Okay. Big, big current event, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. yeah. It's been incredible, incredible movie. I want to get some initial thoughts. Let's deep dive on this thing. And I do want to say spoilers for any of you who have not watched Endgame. Yeah, it's been like, it's, I mean, it's way to date this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You have to. Today's world, you have to see it. But at this point, it's out on Blu-ray. If you haven't seen it, it's your fault. If you haven't seen it, it's your fault. Yeah, it's been about two and a half weeks. I feel like you've had time. You've had time. That's exactly right. All right. Jake, start us off, man. What are you feeling? Well, overall, I really enjoyed the movie. It's been a huge build-up for me because I've been watching since the days of... 22 films. I've been watching since the days of Iron Man. Golly. And... Um, Iron Man was a huge surprise for me because I think it was like one of those like, well, let's just we're gonna go to the movies and see this movie or something. I wasn't expecting a ton and was completely blown away at how good it was, how good Robert Downey Jr. was as that character, and really, RDJ embodies well Tony Stark. And also like in the '90s, you had the X Men TV show and the Spider Man animated series. Right. Both were like award winning, very popular. And then you had an X-Men movie series yeah. and a Spider-Man movie series. Right. Iron Man was like the first like good 
not mainstream Marvel. Like X, because at that point, I, I feel like X Men and Spider Man were kind of mainstream. Yeah, and then Iron Man came out of nowhere. I was like, what yeah. the heck? And it was but now, good. Did, didn't Daredevil and Ghost Rider come out beforehand, or did they come out? Not Marvel that? Studios. Yeah, there was Marvel yeah. Studios. But, but the, that was still like another like kind of non mainstream Marvel. Well, yeah, but they, I mean, they had Spider-Man and stuff out already. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, there were Marvel movies. Yeah, uh, even yeah. Spider-Man existed, too, which also... <laughs> yeah, I will say, like, Blade was pretty good, but, like, Daredevil? I haven't even seen... No, Daredevil was not good. I haven't I haven't seen any of the Blade movies. Uh, I, Blade is excellent. I like yeah. it. I've heard I've heard the first two are really good, but the third one's not that great. Yeah, it was a, it, it definitely downslide. But they also talked about uh, MCU, like, uh, released like Mo- Mojo like top 10 fan cast and it's still Wesley Snipes for Blade they're like yeah. we don't know who else like they still well, want him as and Blade so I would say the same thing about um, Robert Downey Jr. being Tony Stark I can't now for the life of me see any other person playing that character because he played it so well yeah. but can you see any other actor or actress playing any other character I would love to have seen another actress play Captain Marvel Okay. But we'll get. Yeah, but she's a new character. I mean, because we've been like kind of new character and the worst character. Which I I know, and like I, I feel like her acting is so just like it's just wooden. It's wooden. Yeah, that's that's I guess that's. Because hi, I'm Peter Parker. Hello, Peter Parker. What do you have for me? Come on, man. For real. Well, and I do want to say like like Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman was incredible. That's so good. That still is probably the top DC movie. Right. And she's universe. an incredible, powerful woman, hero. Black Widow did a great job. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like anything against like Scarlet Witch was heroes. great. It's yeah. just she. she I don't like Brie Larson. 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 Yeah. Because Captain Marvel is kind of a cool character. It's like a uh, from the comics, from what I can remember, it's almost like a female Captain America mixed in with ultra powers of Thor. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. cosmic power. Right. And so she was just like so really yeah. underutilized for the yeah. build that we got because of the Captain Marvel movie, and and after Infinity War, seeing that Nick Fury was trying to contact her, that was supposed to be the turning point. Oh, she she should not have been introduced until after yeah. this because she is too powerful as a character as 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 Captain Marvel. Her as a character, she's too powerful. Because she can wield the gauntlet. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you know, right. when her, it's yeah, her role in Endgame, underwhelming. 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 Like, really? Like, so, like, and so she my... came she came through and she destroyed, you know, his, his well, spaceship. I, I, I disagree book. in the fact that I think you're right, they destroyed the ship, but they I'm thankful they didn't make her the ultimate savior. Right. Right. The, right. Where like, you know, they gave her the nod, she's a powerful woman, they had the gauntlet open, yeah. he took the power stone out to punch her. Right. And they took a power stone to the face right. to get it's, her out, but she wasn't the one that saved the day. Right, because then there's no emotional connection to that character. Yeah. I'm really happy. The movie. I'm really, ha- I'm really happy it was yeah. Iron Man. So thank yeah. you, Anthony and, and Joe. I had, I had my uh, bets on Howard the Duck, but <laughs> but because uh, you saw, you get to see Howard the Duck at the end of Guardians as a he's, stinger. He's at the battle. That's true. Yeah, he's at the battle. The one that they were saying that like they like if you look closely, like he's in, yeah, yeah, they yeah. pulled in like almost everything. It's, I think they they used. And the only I, I'm sure he might be in there, but yeah, they used see. um they used uh like every character that they ever introduced basically yeah. was at that battle. Right. Good guy. Yeah, good guy character. See, <laughs> producer Matt's looking it up to see if Howard the Duck was in Avengers Endgame. Yeah. But that that final battle sequence was really great. Yeah. Um, except for the fact 
that they really he's got to be. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. There right there. Uh, there's okay. a good one right there at the on the left. On the right, there's a blow up shot right there. Uh, oh, he's got a gun. He's got a huge gun. Yeah, man, he's Howard the Duck. With Come a, on, with Kate from Lost. Yeah. Is that, no. is that Lily Which also You mean Tario from The Hobbit. And like, she did a great job too in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Really? And in, in this movie. I didn't see The Hobbit. She was so. great. She was fantastic. That's, you know what? Um, I'm not going to get into that with you. <laughs> right what, what did he say? What did he say? <laughs> talking about his, I didn't see The Hobbit. Well, you didn't see Lord of the Rings either because you said it, you thought it was I boring. S- I saw the first one and I fell asleep halfway through the second see, one. See, that's why I can't trust anything you say because <laughs> Lord of the Rings is a masterpiece. Well, I'm sorry that I just didn't sorry that you, Why did Why didn't you get into it? I... I don't know because like it's nothing. So he has like, zero reason. He has it's, no reason. It's why nothing. It's fantasy because like I enjoy playing like Skyrim and stuff like that. But it just I couldn't. You couldn't get into the characters. Like yeah, I just most the, legendary characters of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. More. the plot just the plot. Put a plot. The plot. It's one of the most epic plots ever created. I couldn't. I Lord just, of the Rings. Classic hero's journey. Lord of the Rings was just journey. so okay, predictable. Well, when it comes <laughs> when it comes to the end of the day, it just it was a movie that just couldn't hold my attention. What's your favorite movie? Forrest Gump. Gosh, okay. Yeah. It's, you know why? It's because it's a relatable character. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Boom, boom, boom roasted. Boom, roasted. So, so anyway. Even, even Forrest Gump got into Alabama. Let's <laughs> just remember that. What? Yeah. They want to get to Alabama. If you play football at Alabama, you can get in. You can do anything. Oh, man. Okay. Anyway. So this is... My, my beef with, with Captain Marvel was, one, Brie Larson. I just don't appreciate her performance in the movie. It just really yeah. stiff. Didn't feel right with everybody else. Everybody else just plays off each other really well. She just mm. didn't even, like... I didn't yeah. feel that at all. And, like, in Endgame could have been a redeeming factor for her, too, like, after her solo movie. But even with, like, her, what, 10, 11 minutes of screen time, she still just was plain as could be. Yeah, it's, and just... And my thought was that instead of wasting all that money on that stupid Captain Marvel movie, they could have completely... Which, well, it was successful. It was successful office. because people wanted it to be because they wanted a powerful, strong woman in the MCU. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman in the Pepper MCU Potts. would have been great. Pepper Potts coming in there in the... Uh, As Rescue Armor? Rescue, rescue Armor. Rescue Armor, yeah. That was, that was dope. awesome. It's a cool so blue, too. Really yeah. cool, yeah. Um, I, what, what I wish would have happened, and this would be a callback to Infinity War is the whole deal when Thanos came to Wakanda, they had this whole sequence of them fighting to give um, Shuri enough time to pull the Mind Stone out of Vision to try to see if Vision could exist without the Mind Stone. Because there's that whole thing when Bruce was like, Vision is made up of a complex structure of overlays. The, my, the, the Infinity Stone, Tony, me, Jarvis, Ultron, all these things... There was a lot of push into that and her trying to pull that apart. And then and then Vision's just gone. And that's it. So why couldn't they have rewritten it well, in, a, in a way? Gone, gone for now. Right, I guess. Because they are doing a Wakan- uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision TV right, show. TV show, I, that's I, right. I that's that. confirmed. Is it, isn't it supposed to be like a prequel, though? Like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I'm just assuming. I don't know it, if they it released. Can, really, with, because of the way that they did Vision... <clears throat> they could really do. I mean, because he's technically a, an android. They, right. you know, he's a robot, so they could they could literally bring him back at any moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially, it, I mean, if you're gonna introduce something as powerful as the Infinity Stones, like there's something else that you can use too. Right. Exactly. And so my thought would have been, Vision could have been that character that did the things that Captain Marvel did, 
And the only reason Vision was a non-factor in Infinity War is because he was insanely injured by, uh, what, what was that character that stabbed the back? Corvus Glaive. Right. General <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> and so that could have been that character for me. And that would have been a great callback. And because Captain Marvel, to me, just doesn't work. Well, here's one of the characters that I had a huge problem with. Okay. Was Thor. Fat Thor? Fat Thor. Because here's the thing. Thor is my favorite Marvel character. Just yeah. I yeah. love the humor of, of Ant-Man. And I love you know Captain America's stoicness. Iron Man's cunning, smart ass type mentality. But Thor has always been my favorite yeah. character. And he's always wanted to be Thor. In the first one, he lost it. Try to get it back. He lost the girl in the second one and his mom. But he's like, I'm still Thor. Like, I want to be yeah. Thor. The third one was... Ragnarok just... He yeah. lost his home and his dad. And, like, movie. his brother. But he's still... Right. And his hammer. And his hammer. And, his hammer. and it had, like, this emotional loss. But he's still like, I am Thor, the god of thunder. Right. That's, that was, like, the whole thing of Ragnarok, That's, having to realize that the, the hammer is not what made me Thor. I used the like, hammer yeah. to harness that power. But he realized right. he was more. And so, like, he wants to be Thor. And then Infinity War, I mean... He's incredible. Yeah, one like, of the, he's the great, best character. one of the greatest character. I don't even know if you would call it an entrance because he's been in most of the movies. But him coming down to, to Wakanda, Wakanda to Wakanda, one of the greatest like character entrances to a battle. I, I remember getting goosebumps, and we were. I know we were all seeing. Yeah, it. Yeah, I was watching with Scott and Jake, and I remember <laughs> Wakanda forever. Wakanda yeah. forever. But you like bent. Ben yeah, was I sitting between me and Scott and then grabbed, grabbed our legs. <laughs> and we were all like super hyped about it because it was so good. Like, he comes in from the sky with he has that new black you know, armor. I mean, and then so, he just starts wrecking people. Oh my yes. gosh, I know that, that Stormbreaker axe was just it, ripping through those aliens. It, my gosh, and, and, it was just the most hyped thing. Avengers uh, Endgame, he starts off, he's that same badass story, comes in and goes and slices the head off. Cuts Thanos' head clean off. Like, just, and has no regrets. I did my job. And I can see him, the five years, maybe being angry, being upset. But he starts a new Thor, a new Asgard with his people, which was like, okay, I didn't know those people were even there. He turns right. into a stoner frat boy. It becomes a stoner frat boy and, like, <laughs> playing so games. Weird. And, like, there has to be something, because I don't know, like, the, the regret and the remorse of not being able to go for the head the, the first time. I get that, but at that point, he didn't know he had his people. He didn't know he had Valkyrie. He didn't know he had Kor. He didn't know he had all these people that relied on him, and he started new Asgard. And so, like, I feel like he would have been that person to a point where when they had the Infinity Gauntlet, they said, I'll do it. I'm Thor. I can handle it. They all went, whoa, no, 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 no. Like, no, we're definitely no, they gave not him, giving you, you they that. They gave him that chance. The chance was there, but they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, and, well, they didn't trust him. Yeah. And that was right before the big battle. And then he came in, you know, like Thor, and he like fought. But at no point, like Tony Stark died, not knowing that Thor was like kind of redeemed back to his old self. Captain America, kind of like went back in time and did his thing before Thor kind of got his act together. Right. And so, like for me, it's like your bro, your the three, the the three heads weren't really back to where they were. The two of them were like the best pillars right. and he was like kind of halfway showed up. Yeah, it, it fell flat for me too. I, I really... He was hilarious. Really, Fat Thor was so a funny, funny Thor. Yeah. Fat Thor's funny right. Thor. I agree so with that. So funny. But I really, it, out of his epic moments in, in Infinity War, 
there just weren't many of those in Endgame for me with Thor. And so it was. It was disappointing for me, too. Yeah. Did you? And I think, too, like from a writing standpoint, maybe Joe and Anthony Russo were like, well, if we had the, the, the Thor from the beginning of Endgame slash in Infinity War, then there's not really a challenge because Thanos is going to pop in and he's going to slice his head off because he's still... So they had to have a character arc where yeah. he wasn't as powerful and gave an opportunity for Captain America to come in with a hammer well, and be powerful. And, and see, like, what I think is, like, the reason why the Marvel movies are so successful when you look at them compared to, like, the DC movies is because Marvel doesn't take itself too seriously. Like, the first two Thor movies took them, like, super serious. Yeah. Ragnarok, he became kind of more like a goofball. And, no, like, it was... Ragnarok and, was definitely... Yeah, and so... And, well, Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy revolutionized. Right, right. And see, and see, this is where I'm going with it, is, like... In the events of Endgame, the Guardians are gone. And so where they were the comic uh, relief in Infinity War, now the Russos were probably like, now where we get the comic, the comic relief from. They saw that, you know, Thor was kind of a goofball in Ragnarok, so they're like, maybe we can capitalize on that, making kind of more of... Well, and Ant-Man could be Ant-Man. too comedy, because right. we kind of need him to yeah. like, do the quantum yeah, he, round. Yeah, so he, like. he played an important part, so they're probably like, we need to find some sort of other character to like... He's probably my low-key favorite. Yeah. Also, I just, wanted, I just want to put on the record... Uh, that entire scene when they try to go recruit Thor, I couldn't hear a single thing because all twelve year olds were going nuts over Fortnite. Some kid was like, "Mom, Fortnite, Fortnite, I got that skin on Fortnite." Oh gosh! I was like, "He's fighting against me, mom. That's me." Korg is is hilarious there. Yeah, Korg. Hey, this guy. New Master sixty nine. Oh gosh! Yeah, but I wish I wish they had maybe written Thor a little differently. That maybe not like. The way he was, where fat stoner frat boy Thor, right. but more right. like maybe like a recluse, really, really kind of having a hard time with the decisions that he made, and and like a redemption, a little uh, bit. some some sort of redemption, like thing. when lightning came and like shredded him up, and he still had like the, the you know the that, beard. that beard was, was like, dope. Yeah, but he just seemed like he seemed like to just be kind of out of it the whole movie right. until the well, end. Well, he was drunk basically yeah. the whole yeah. movie, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. I heard uh, my buddy Winston was telling me. That the producers and the people that worked on set loved Creature Comforts as a beer. Like they drunk Creature Comforts, Tropicalia, all the different beers, and so like this is awesome. And so they had him being like a drunk Thor, and they were like, "Well, what should we put as like his drink?" And they were thinking like, you know, Bud Light, Budweiser. Like that's kind of like selling Creature out. Comforts. He wouldn't be like Thor wouldn't be a Bud Light no. type guy. He would be something that's like kind of strong. And so like. We drink Tropicalia while well, can't Thor drink it, and so that's what they gave it to. Them. That's how that I did notice that, in the, and I was because the can is so. I mean, it's got the orange top, Very and the blue, yeah. which is from Georgia, in case you want yeah. to. That is it Athens, Athens, yeah, Athens, Athens Brewery. Um, but I noticed it, and I was like, ah, oh, that's that's interesting, and I, I, you know, I think part of that too was like it was a throwback to like, hey, we filmed this in Georgia, like this is a Georgia product yeah. filmed yeah. in Georgia. I mean, essentially the yeah, written and produced and stuff in California, but. Everything you see is pretty much Georgia. It kind of makes me like the movies better, knowing that they're filmed yeah. in my home state. Yeah. I was trying to figure out where Iron Man's cabin was, like when he was like like, like oh. Raven or but, yeah, or like with, yeah, where was lake. that? Yeah, by really a lake. Uh, isn't yeah. isn't the um the outside of uh the Avengers con- like compound? Isn't that the Porsche dealership? Right Porsche, yeah, it's the, yeah, not yeah. the dealership. It's their Porsche's American headquarters, which is near the airport. Yeah, it, it is like. Yeah. Um, Near the, put the stuff over like CGI yeah. and the yeah. stuff on it. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. But um, I was driving back from school one uh, one weekend. I'm like, that looks really familiar. And yeah, I went and watched the Avengers movie. I'm like, 
That's what it's yeah, you saw, can see. You saw the War Machine flying <laughs> over it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You can uh, see it right from the interstate. 75, I think. 75, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You, yeah, coming north down. Another thing I was a little bummed out about was, even though I was really excited to see uh, Dr. Hulk, is that what you call him? Oh, oh, Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, which, not to interrupt you, Scott called that way back in the day. Yeah. I remember you going, I think they'll have Professor Hulk. It makes sense. Which and I was did. like, they did. And I think, oh, no, that's before it did you. Because he was struggling with that. Like, there was that inner, like, like wanting Hulk to come out. And, like, he was like, that was like one of the first times he really wanted Hulk. Like, because normally he's like trying to hold him yeah. down there. Just smack the microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it want to hold him down, and then finally he's like, "All right, it's time. Let's 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 Hulk out." And Hulk's like, "No, ah, no, yeah. yeah." So, yeah, it was it was interesting. I didn't. So he was like, "All right, I'll do it myself, you big green asshole." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was kind of a he got uh, he was kind of a d bag though in the movie. Yeah, a little um, bit. Well, was that what your problem was with him? It, it just um. There weren't there weren't a lot of great Hulk action scenes. No, the only thing he that really did was hold up the hold up the building. Basically. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of like him. You know, I, I, he, he was did. comical. Too. He was comical, yeah. which was fine. I'm fine with that. But I was when I think back to like uh, the first Avengers movie when they're fighting the Chitari and he's like jumping around on buildings, like, like re- yeah. wrecking everything. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my favorite scenes in that movie in the battle was in Hulk and Thor are on top of that. Giant worm, Chitari monster, yeah, or whatever, like, and he and and Hulk takes a, a shard of metal and slams it into the thing's back, and then Hulk, Thor just comes over and smashes it with the yeah. hammer, and the thing just goes yeah. out. So well, epic. Well, and so like the the turning point, like if you go back and like watch the movies, the turning point where Hulk kind of like like kind of changed was if in uh, Age of Ultron, the the scene with the Hulkbuster armor. Uh, you know, Tony's kind of got him down, and he kind of sees like all these people running away from all destruction. He's like. Oh shoot! And so, like, I mean, that was kind of like yeah. start like him trying to become more like. I don't know if he. I don't, uh, and Ragnarok, he was pretty happy to be Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. he loved to fight. Yeah, I think it was he got hurt, embarrassed by Thanos in Infinity War. Because I mean, for the Infinity first time, he lost. Yeah, like he had never he lost. Wasn't the strongest one. Yeah, which yeah. he did have the Power Stone too. Right. So it made him a little more. I think if he didn't have the Power Stone, Hulk would have been a little more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. But. Professor Hulk, for me, what I didn't like was they planted a little seed in Age of Ultron with Captain America touching Thor's hammer and like kind of it moves a little bit and then they recall it back like oh he is worthy. They also planted a seed where um, Scarlet uh, Johansson's character Black Widow and the Hulk had a love interest. Right. And then they interwove it in two other movies, but then in this movie where there's five years of just Practically just the two of them, no relationship. How long was he on Sakar? How he, long he was there for two years? Okay, so that's I, enough. That's enough years. time I to cool that. But, but when he came hard. back in Infinity War, like, and he walks in that room, she was like, like, Banner, Bruce, she did it. She was like, hey, like, he was like, I could tell there was like this awkward like tension yeah, yeah. between them because you know it's been two years and they haven't seen each other and they're like, what the heck. I wish they explored that just a little bit more. Because even when she died, he wasn't really like, he was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it just kind of, that fell away. That just. It was I wish like they a, had played into it. Was, it was, yeah, it was an un, un, a stone left unturned. Which, there's two mm-hmm. theories with that, too, is he says a line when he had the offending gauntlet. They're like, they asked him, did it work? He goes, I don't know. I don't see Nat or something like that. He tried to get Natasha back right. when he did the snap. Yeah. 
but and then like it goes on the movie goes on whatever and it did work but then Thanos was able to cut in what if she did come back but she's at the place where she died which is on the soul planet and she's trapped she's trapped in the soul planet but see I don't I thought there was like some sort of like loophole that says like the like they couldn't come back because they're like the reason why that stone like yeah, it, I think it's, that, it's that stone. stone that brings people back. It's particularly that stone because it's dealing with souls. Yeah. And because that price was paid for it, it can't be brought back. Yeah. Because then that, you need be, to use the same stone. Yeah, so right, because, I mean, if you think about it, like, that'd be so cheap. Like, oh, yeah, just kill me just, and then just snap well, so me back. The only, people that, can be, the only people that could be brought back are people that were killed by the snap in the first place. Yeah. But if you look at it, too, with the five years, going back bringing the five years, people, what if the soul stones was paid by... Gomora, and therefore her soul didn't need to pay for it because of the time. Change. Well, because well, well that it's well okay. Well, then that See, this is this is opening up a whole the whole time a travel whole different thing. So, which they joke about in the movie too, of like they reference every back, time. Back to the back to the future, right? Yeah. Which is, I think that they. Here's my theory. I think that they believe that they were traveling through time, and in essence, they were. But I think that what they were actually doing is going into into different dimensions. Yeah, alternate realities. At different moments. Right, which is introduced in, in Spider-Man Spider-Man's trailer. But, because if you think about it... Yeah, I know, Spider-Man multiverse. So, if you think about this, okay, so Thor goes and gets his hammer from Thor Dark World, basically. From Asgard. Right. Um, yeah. And leaves, right? So, that Thor doesn't have the hammer he, well, well, he, gets, well, it he gets it back he, because Captain America takes it back yeah. when he okay. goes, back, he goes in time, back in time and then he stops in 19 like he goes back and puts everything back in place yeah. essentially so for, is he is he putting everything or is he just putting right. every, he's every, putting all the stones back where they found them and I think the confirmed uh, we may have to search this he, he, yeah. it's confirmed that he, he put the, he hammer, put the back? hammer back okay. on Asgard when he returned the only thing basically saying any loopholes you may have, Captain America fixed it. Yeah, but I mean, there are there are huge gaping loopholes though, because yeah, you can't have you can't have Thanos die twice. Yeah, and I mean, because if he's the same Thanos, he can only technically die once. Because if you kill him in the past, then he wasn't there in yeah, the future so, to be killed. So the Thanos you know that he's going to be yeah. there in the future, right? And so I think what what happened is they they split into these different dimensions, and yeah, they're putting them back, like putting the stuff back, but. I mean, they changed things, and so these those splits that the um, what's her name, the bald lady, Stephen Strange, uh, uh, the, uh, ancient, the ancient one. Um, she uh, gives like gives Banner this rundown of like, oh, once you do this, it splits off, and then if you don't, right? Back, well, yeah, she did that the whole time. Yeah, thing. which they they showed. A, I saw this video. It talked about. Uh, in Thor, the original Thor or Thor Dark World, uh, the the professor guy, I forget what his name, he also helped out um, the Tesseract. Eric Selvig. Yes. Yeah, in his whiteboard, if you look at it, he, he put 616 Universe is on the whiteboard, which is a reference to the other Marvel Universe. So right. This is like Marvel Universe, I think it's called 3 or whatever, it's the one that's like the main universe. Mm-hmm. And then 616 is like the author of Ultimate Comics. 
It's where they get around re rebooting yeah. all these characters. comics all the time. They go, oh, like we're like, oh, we killed Spider-Man. this guy, but now we're gonna come to this dimension where he actually still exists. Yeah. So, yeah. They, so the writers can do whatever. Yeah, there are, there are theories going around too that like that's how they're gonna connect the Sony Venom with the uh, the MCU. Are they gonna Are they gonna keep doing that? Well, like, they, like I never saw Venom. Well, it's I a, don't. It's a theory that people are like, hey, if they want to do this, like. I don't think they're they going to. Right, I think but, because because Kevin Feige was kind of like when they were like, oh yeah, it's gonna be part of the MCU. He was like, mm, I don't, I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah, and, that's, that's. Oh yeah, when they were promoting yeah. that. The multiverse is definitely how they're going to introduce the X Men and Fantastic Four, though. Yeah, but that I would make sense. I've also heard that the um that Kevin Feige had said the X Men, uh, X Men reboot for lack of a better word is yeah. a long way off. Which yeah. I don't yeah, know what that means. Yeah. It's and I know that they like don't. I, I know that they haven't announced. I don't know if they're going to start talking about what they're going to be doing until after Far From Home, Spider-Man: right. Far From Home. Right. I knew that they have a another a Black Panther sequel planned and, and a the, doc, and a Doctor Strange and a Guardians plan, and a Guardians three, which James Gunn is back. Woo-hoo. Thank the maker. Come yeah. on, come it on. Wasn't, uh, wasn't Inhumans originally slated to be in Phase Three? It was supposed to be so. a movie, they made, but... It they made that yeah. show, and the show was not good. Not good, and so it was probably a good terrible. call. Yeah. Probably a good call. Probably a good call. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see, but I think there's a lot of really great villains that we still have. Uh, Kang the Conqueror would be a great mm-hmm. one. Um, we Because he deals with time yeah, travel. Yeah, Modoc, too. Modoc is a great villain. Um, Galactus would be a great one to mm-hmm. jump into. Um uh, and we're not talking about because Galactus from the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer does <laughs> right. not exist the in this universe. The cloud that he's right. playing this does not exist in this universe. I would argue that Doctor Doom would be a better villain than Galactus because Galactus, and from a certain standpoint, he has the power levels of Thor. I mean, of Thanos. So he's like, you know, okay, right. we need to all come together to beat him. But from like being vicious and evil the main villain yeah he's not really he's just i have to eat worlds in order to survive right so i'm going to eat your world right there's there's versus not... like doom would be like more well that's like so maybe that's something that another villain like a super villain could use in an attempt to i don't know destroy well, the they're not gonna have another villain that's as powerful as thanos because you you have to have a team like the avengers and they're they're done with the avengers i think what they may do is doom gets his like his team, like an like an evil team. I think it's I forget what it's called in the comics. I think it's called like a oh god, I can't think of it. It's like a team of basically like the Injustice League from DC, but it's like the Injustice The Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, 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 the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> <laughs> and they That's, come together. Do like do like MCU supervillain team yeah. or something and see, or not MCU but Marvel supervillain team. And see, I, I really hope that they're going to introduce like the Sinister Stick, uh, Six, though, Sinister because Six. they tried yeah. that in the Amazing Spider Man. That's got that's probably well, yeah. Well, they hinted, not, they hinted to be fair, that. to be fair, I did enjoy the first Amazing Spider Man. Um, I did not see the second one because I heard it was the first good. one with the lizard, yeah, yeah, and the second and one was with Electro, 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 yeah. and Rhino, and Green Goblin. Like, they, yeah. they really flooded it with villains. Um, and Gwen Stacy, shout out to Emma Stone, she did. Uh, <laughs> in that universe, at least. Um, something we do have coming up. Uh, I don't. I'm not trying to say what's done talking about in game, but uh, yeah, yeah. the Dark Phoenix movie is coming out in a few weeks. Right. 
which I've always thought the the Phoenix was always one of my favorite characters in the X Men universe. Did you see the clip? They released a clip recently where it's a little more of the. Let's see, Sinister Six, Hydra, Masters Masters of Evil. Evil. Is that it? Masters of Evil. So the Brotherhood, that's X Men. Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah, Five Force, Stupid, Sinister Six, Spider Man, Hydra's Agency, The Hand is the Devil. Yeah, 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 it's the Masters of Evil. That's what I was trying. Masters of Evil. That's the one you're thinking of. Um, but, so what was the clip? Tell me again. Oh, so basically it was a clip of her and like Magneto and she's like talking to these troopers and they're like put the helicopter down and Magneto's like, not me. And yeah. It's, and it's her and she's messing with it and she's right, like killing yeah. them. And it's like, ooh, like yeah. Sansa Stark yeah. getting real evil. I, <laughs> see, I kind of mentally checked out of the X-Men movies. Uh, well, so here's the, here's the thing is, yeah, I, here we go again. Tell me why you checked out. I just... Strap in, in, everybody. I never got around to watch them. Like the the X Men movies I recall seeing were the Last Stand was the first X Men movie I ever saw. Oh gosh! So you watched the last one you, first. You started. I was, you started okay, I was like six, and my parents were like, "Here's an X Men movie." You started. Like, okay, cool. You started with a bad aftertaste. Yeah. And that's then, the movie you started. And then, with. and then the next movie that I watched after that was Wolverine Origins. Origins. <laughs> it's like you watched the worst too. It's like doing then, a wor- world see, of coke and drinking Beverly. And then, and then you're like, oh, all these sodas are terrible. Why did I try another one? <laughs> But, but then We're the going thir- out for wings here. You can just eat blue cheese. <laughs> and then the the third movie that I saw was Logan, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that movie!" Wait, so you good. didn't like Logan? I like Logan. Yeah. Logan's oh, so okay. good. Um, no, the first X Men was really good. Uh, the one that came out in two thousand. Oh, in the Deadpool movies, I watched those. I watched yeah, those in the time. In the time, is really good. Now X two, X two. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched the first one in a long time, but X two, I think, is still holds up. It's probably one of the best. Superhero movies. I had a lot of action. A lot of action. Yeah, yeah. A lot of great characters. Um, Last Stand was regrettable. Um, I know what they were trying to do with the Dark Phoenix, but I just I I, I don't think the movie is a whole work. If you want to see a good Dark Phoenix, watch the 1990s X Men. You, you, you know, yeah. you know the movie was bad when they kind of rebooted X Men with First Class and then used Days of Future Past. To erase the events of the last stand, we made a movie to erase movies. They made a movie to erase movies, which I'm hoping Star Wars. I'm hoping they're going to do that to fix Star Wars: The Last Jedi, but that's a whole other conversation. But Uh, I mean, going back to uh, to Endgame, um, there was that last battle was nothing but fan service. Yeah, I agree. It was just it wasn't it wasn't as good. I was told by somebody before going to see it that. You know that moment when Thor comes down in Infinity War in Wakanda. I was like, yes, it's one of my favorite moments. There's a ton of those moments in Endgame. I didn't feel that way when I watched the movie. No, well, there was that the first like when I first saw those portals. When I first saw the portals, I was like, oh, this is so good. And cool. I, I had like it was cool. I had an intense like joy because like, I hear all the all these characters that like I've been thinking about for so long and like. That were gone. And I like mourned the death of Spider Man. Like you know, like yeah, they're was, gone, and then a, and then they're back, and then they're fighting, and they're you know gonna they're gonna defeat Thanos this time because obviously this is the last one, so they're gonna defeat Thanos. Right. And then like it was such a rush of emotion because then you go through that and they're like kind of battling back and forth, and all of a sudden, bam, Iron Man snaps, and yeah. then like it's over. And for me, like. I don't want to admit this, but I'm going to. I cried in that movie. Oh, man. I've only cried in that. Oh, and like, like the death of Iron Man. I knew, I knew it was gonna be somebody, and I was hoping. And when I found out that Tony, they had he and Pepper had a family, and with the daughter, and they had a, a good life together, that was very sad for me. To and and that's just from being a parent. Right. Um, 
And so I was hoping it wouldn't have been him, but thinking on it now, it couldn't have been anybody else. Yeah. It couldn't have been anybody else. Well, and for me, because, like, my son, who's now seven, has loved Iron Man since he was, like, three. I know. He's probably asking you to see the movies, too, and now you're like, uh... Well, some girl at school spoiled it for me. Oh, God, what a jerk. Yeah, what a jerk. Yeah. Uh, So... started cursing at a Christian school. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, what what kindergartner is going to see Endgame? That's true. Especially at a private Christian school. I'm just, like, really mature for my age of six. My son, who's four, has seen every Marvel movie that I own except for Endgame because it's in theaters. Yeah. My four-year-old has seen them because he just he likes it and he's cool with it but but so iron man was like it's like a part of our family and so like watching him die on screen is like watching like like maybe like a distant uncle cousin that you only saw a couple times die (laughs) you know but i mean it was like it was really emotional and like and jack my son was like like is it can i still like like Iron Man? Can he still be yeah. my favorite? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He they just kill him off in yeah. the movies because the actor's an old fart now. And, I mean, not really. But, I mean, if you're watching this, uh, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> we, we love you. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> we really do. We think you're the quintessential Iron Man and nobody else could have done it better. And, and it was well written, too, because I didn't think about like him snapping. or They said that they also brought him back in because they were editing it. And he like he just like he says I'm inevitable. Thanos says yeah. I'm what inevitable. Yeah, yeah, and well like the original and, script didn't call for him to say. Yeah, anything. and he just like snapped. And then some like writer or producer was like, "It was Joe Russo, I think, right?" No, 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 like they were in there like in the, like the cuts, and Joe Russo was telling the interview like this guy who's like a producer was like, "It'd be really cool if like he said I was Iron Man." And they're like, what? And they're like, yeah, from the first movie, he says, I'm Iron Man. They're like, call back from the oh my God. So they called him back up and he had to come back and go, I am Iron Man. And yeah. they're like, oh, snap. Like, so good. Like, yeah. uh, Absolutely. But I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to write off a character, that's how you the do it. The best way to do it. That's how you do it. It was also super convenient that his suit was ready to uh, hold the Infinity Stones. Well, well he it, was the nano, it was the nanobots, the nano so he can technically make it do anything he wants. That, that's, that's the great thing about that character, about Tony Stark, is from the beginning, he's been planning yeah. for the for the end, for the end game. That's, you know, he's kind of got, he thinks one, two, three steps ahead of well, everybody. Well, since the first Avengers movie, when he had that traumatizing, you know, fall from... The, the, the space, one, right? yeah. and then in Age of Ultron, when he has that vision, he yeah, starts think he starts thinking of ways that he's gonna save everybody. Absolutely, and so yeah. Well, I want to say Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., you are the best. R.I.P. It was great, but Jake, Ethan, Scott, I just want to say thank y'all so much for coming yeah, man, today. It was man, it was awesome. It was cool. Uh, thank you, everybody, listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast with Ben Mayfield.